I hate that we gotta we gotta we're picking up like a topic in the middle of it. Um to start part two. Yeah, this is part two of episode one seventy two. I'm probably just gonna run it like the next day. And that just knocks out my two podcast requirement from the week. Uh because you know I'm contracted to do two podcasts like to myself. Shout out to Buck Equal Rights. I am founder, owner, C E O C O O. Just say CEO. You're the CEO of that. It's so funny when I press like these drops because she can't hear them. I can't hear anything. (laughs) She doesn't have headphones. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get her some headphones. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't think I need them. (laughs) Nah, some of these drops might actually be about her. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I love you, baby. I love you, baby. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, this, this, like this funny drop out shit play right now, but nope. you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. And that's a joke because she don't even know. What the hell <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but no, so we were. Well, let's pick back up. We we're talking about Russell Wilson being a cornball brother, and I don't think. Cause we took like such a long ass break. I, I don't think you really got into your feelings on Russell West, Russell Wilson, like as a woman, because you know, like as a man, I think this, but as a woman, we have to get a different perspective. So like from the woman, and I'm going to say like the, let's say the casual, right. The casual, like observer of Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. like what, what type of, does, does he not come off as a cornball ass brother to you? I wouldn't say cornball, but he's definitely like a gentleman. But I'm also different from most women. So my cornball to your cornball is completely different. So do you like corny balls? <laughs> <laughs> so what's so what so what's your cornball? Um my cornball is more so like because I'm not really like in the dating field, I'm like the more so like the teacher's pet, right? Like the one that tries to make it seem like, no, nah, I'm a goody goody and I know everything, like the know it all, the goody goody. To me, that's like a cornball. I don't follow sports. I don't know like what he does off the field to know, like, if that's who he is because if that's who he is then yeah he's a cornball but i don't know from what i've seen like from the from the sierra point of view the woman point of view like he's a gentleman he's actually been like real like he's showed her a whole lifestyle that she's not been used to and it's something that like actually works for her and especially because she has a son like something that works for them that's like healthy that works for them Maybe, you know, she should stop dating rappers <laughs> like Little Bow Wow and Future. And maybe, you know, Russell provides that stability in a guy that she that she wanted. But yeah. did, did we hit the, the tight part, having a tight? No. no. So, so, yeah. So, like, Shannon was talking about, like, women having a type. And, yes. And then you have the type that is Future. And the type that's Russell, and obviously those are those are two different types of guys. And if somebody told you they dated both of them, you'd be like, 
are you confused out here? Like, are, do you like know what your type is? Like, like, what are, are you doing here? Right? Like, like, it, it makes me, it makes me think that it's almost like a trauma-based decision, right? Like, you go from, oh my gosh, because this guy put me through this, oh my God, future, the toxic king, all of this stuff, drinking lean, uh, popping mm-hmm. pills, making all this music, talking about right. women and objectifying women, mm-hmm. um, that maybe, maybe she just went for a guy like Russ, you know, a guy that's more out. Eleven, where? Um, because she was scorned by the relationship that's future. And if you look at how it played out in the press, like there was some this is this is some nasty shit going on in that relationship as far as like lawsuits and mm-hmm. stuff getting involved and stuff like that. So yes. again, I'm a man, and that's how I process. You know, what I'm saying Team Future over here. Um, yeah, you're very Team Future. I'm a Future fan's a good rapper. Uh huh. Mike to the mouth, please. Right, but Future's good rapper be based on like words, right? That he uses and what he's saying, like the context. No, he's because you're not just sitting here basing it off of like his rhythm, like his cadence of like but no, you're like basing it off of his words. Ish. I mean, I'm more So you like that toxic masculinity. <laughs> Not necessarily. So and I and I, and I had a conversation about this with, with the future thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about future and people were trying to say, oh, so Russell's corny, but future's cool. I'm like, no, I don't really think future's cool. Like he he like I, I like his music. I really like mm-hmm. his music, but he, in a Joe Butt Nicki Minaj interview, Nicki talked about how you know, their role models and how Future even talked about with her. He he raps about, you know, drinking lean and all this stuff, but he doesn't necessarily consume drugs at the rate that we think based upon his music. And that's corny to me mm-hmm. because you got people who are actually listening to that music who are going through things and are like looking to consume lean or consume yep. Zans, consume all these different narcotics in order to yep. make themselves feel better. And you are painting that as a picture as a painting of the picture that that actually like makes you feel better and it doesn't. So why the hell would you like put that out there just to make money? Again, it's your right to do what you want because it's your free yeah. speech and consumers should be smart enough to know that, Hey, this is entertainment. But at the same time, when you know you have that much power and people take you at your word, even though like, you know, you're full of shit and people around, you know, you're full of shit and you continue to do it and perpetuate these negative stereotypes, I think that's fucking corny too. But I think that's what hip hop quotation marks is what it's about right now, right? It's what it's always been about. Niggas lying in their raps. It's not new. To a sense. It's nothing new. Back in the 80s and 90s, they were actually talking about like what they lived, what they grew up as a kid, whether that's like what they did as an adult, when they were rapping it, they were still talking about what they saw and lived as they were kids. Right? Some, some did, yeah. Right. So the fact that most of these men nowadays, from what I know about these rappers, I won't even talk about men because there's a lot of women that like rap about some shit where I'm like, bro, I know you didn't deal with that shit. Like, stop. Like, it's just a part of the trend. Right. To be like in it. But what's the difference between a fictional rapper 
a fictional musician or a, a fictional artist like or a fictional fictional author like remember beyonce said if you like it then you should have put a ring on it while she was still with jay-z and he hadn't put a ring on it yet yeah no i don't know to me as like a consumer of all this shit like i i read about like their past i read about their present to be like all right like they're not sitting here acting as if it's like some other shit where we're talking about russell wilson and future no we're future was over here like acting as if he had like all these bitches up the ass which maybe he he did but at the same time he had sierra so you're you're what are you playing with i mean like do you have both probably i i don't i don't want to get in here and speak about who somebody's involved with outside of what we actually know. Um, anything. I, I I don't. But when he 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 speaks about some of his relationships with women, like mm-hmm. Future's music didn't go to like just toxic Future that people love, really until after the Sierra relationship, which is where like it it sounds. Like that relationship ended, his heart got broken, and he's searching for something, and he's searching for that through quantity instead of quality. Again, that's what the music tells me. I'm not speaking to what he's actually going through, Mm -hmm. because when he has a song, Valentine's Day is the worst day, I got too many to please, like, because you've created this space where you have all of these different people. All these opportunities, right? Yeah, like on certain days that check comes due and you have to, you got to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't live that life, but I feel like it's easier to entertain multiple women away from birthdays and holidays because you can just do different routine stuff where you're spending a certain amount of time with them. But especially if y'all aren't living together, like you can like come here this day, come here that day. Like, hey, can I come over? Now nah, I'm busy right now. I got to do this, especially with him. He's a rapper. Oh, I'm in the studio. I'm at here. I got a show here. I got that. Whoop the whoop. And but it becomes different when it's Valentine's Day because oh, now nah, you're gonna be with somebody. Who is it gonna be? And how do you work that in a way that you don't fuck up your options if that's what you're trying to do? If you're trying to keep them, you know what I mean. So, again, I want to take it off of, like, Future and his women because that's, like, totally irrelevant to me and the life that I live because I don't fucking know, nor do I care. But, like, to bring it back to Russell Wilson, what I wanted to say is just, like, maybe he made that move toward – Sierra made that move towards Russell because it was the polar opposite, and she had experienced what she had gone through. And I mean, she she dated Reggie Bush, she dated Bow Wow, she dated Future, she dated guys who may have been more into the limelight, more into multiple women. Because if you look at what Bow Wow said, like Bow Wow pretty much said he ain't gonna be with one woman, like he's not For doing sure. that. And now she found somebody who's gonna make a good, honest woman out of her. And again, sure. people be acting like Sierra's fucking blameless and all this stuff. She's not. No, I don't think any. Anyone is. No, not at all. 
No. I, I'm just not one to point fingers, and I think so often because Future puts out music that can make him the easy bad guy. That yes, we just point every a little extra with this shit. Around. Right. That we point every finger at Future for being the reason why the relationship didn't work, but there's things that we don't know about. But that also goes back to people thinking that, yo, hey, fans, you don't know what goes on in the lives of your favorite celebrities. You don't Thank know you. what they're doing. You don't know none of this shit. Like, everybody has strong opinions on Kim yeah. and Kanye, but yeah. we don't really know what's going on there. Like, we don't know what Kim was doing to Kanye to push him to that. We don't know what Kanye was doing to push Kim to ski. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know none of that shit. So, to come out here and think that that you have a strong, definitive opinion on someone else's relationship life, it's fucking nuts. Like, I wish one of y'all would tell me why my relationship is where it's at, like, for the good or for the bad. Like, man, like, kiss my ass. You ain't here. First of all, it don't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. So, at the end of the day, where they, like, think that the shit matters to the point where, like, a lot of influencers and shit be, like, making these fucking videos of it. Like, your opinion does not matter. You think you're an influencer. You think you're this, like media person but at the end of the day like nobody gives a fuck but the problem is you know the problem is sensation my sensation mm. that people do give a fuck people like not Just people a small who, percentage yeah to the point where they think <laughs> but give a fuck but no enough people to where they can monetize these conversations they can monetize these posts they can monetize these bullshit articles it actually it feeds their ego, right? Like, I talk mm-hmm. about this a lot. The, one of the problems with social media, especially Twitter, is it gives everyone a voice and thinks that their voice matters. Does everybody have a voice in this world? Yes. But does everybody's voice actually matter? No. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we say, people say dumb shit, and then you need to be told, hey, that's some dumbass shit. But what happens is you get on social media and you say some dumb shit. And it's put out there for a bunch of dumbass people. And those dumbass people can take that and they can all get behind it. And then it's just a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> telling each other a bunch of dumbass shit and telling each other how smart they are with their dumbasses. And that's what I get with the blogs, man. And like, I'm about to start a blog. I, I ain't put this out there, but I'm about to start back writing because I just read so much bullshit. I just go. How did you get this from that? And what made you think that this was worthwhile content? Again, oh, because it gets clicks. Okay. Yeah. Clickbait. Yeah. But if like I pull my dick out, it gets clicks. <laughs> but is that actually valuable content that's going to add anything to a, a legitimate conversation? No, it's probably going to get me in trouble with my day job. It's definitely going to get me in trouble with my woman and going to get me in trouble with my family. Like, hey, yo, bro, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> just, just pulling your dick out on fucking the internet? Like, no. So I think that as consumers, we got to become better consumers. We got to stop giving cheap content creators uh, credit for giving us bullshit content. Like, we have to hold the, these forms to a higher standard, right? And the hard part about that is, is that so many of us care about what we care about, that we're not experts in many things. So that because of that, we go different places to get like the fucking cliff notes 
and they take advantage of the fact that we're casual and they pick out some bullshit ass mm. cliff notes that if we actually did a book report, we would fail that motherfucker. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it turns down to. Like, it, a lot of these blogs are just bad book reports. <laughs> and that's what we end up with. Man. Dang, I didn't think we were going to go down this rabbit hole. But look, man, I'm going to transition into the insurrection correction. Okay, I'm going to go a little bit more political because I like to talk politics. And part of me talking politics is that, yeah, so part of me talking politics is I feel like a lot of people don't talk politics in a way that people who don't consume politics can talk, right? Like my sensation, my sensation, I like that. I'm going to use that later tonight. Do you do you relate to pol- political people speaking about politics in a way that a non-political person can't like properly consume it? A non-political person? No. No. I, said, I don't. I said you don't relate to that? I'm asking do you relate to people like non-political people political people speaking about politics in a way that mm-hmm. a non-political person will understand? Political? No. No, because even the video that I saw earlier, I was like trying to make sense of it. And that's yeah, so, a political so, person. So you relate to that. To you relate to political people speaking. You relate to political people speaking to non-political people in a way that they do not understand. Not that they do understand. Not yes, sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not, I, I figured you sorry. missed that not. Yeah, it's sorry. Not good. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, like we watched. No, that video. I don't. We're watching that video and you're just like, yeah. like, what, like, why the fuck they even? It was like thing? a six minute video, and I like thought it was a thirty minute video because I was trying so hard to concentrate on like the words and figuring out what the history of right of it was. And, and you missed the gist of it, even though like once we talked about it, like, oh no, I got what the fuck yeah, it made total sense, but I like thought I missed it because there's just a lot of like words like there's a lot of verbiage that just does not make sense it's 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 and it's done on purpose man it's loaded language yeah that again people who are politically savvy people who study politics they fucking get it hey i got a political science degree so like even the kamala harris thing that i was confused about right yeah so i was catching on to it until then right so so like so let's let's bring it full picture so Mm -hmm. we're talking about we were watching a video because I was trying to get her spun up on this thing going on with Clarence Thomas and his wife. I think her name's like Guinea Thomas. Or yeah, Guinea right? Thomas. Yep. Guinea Thomas. Yeah. Guinea. Yeah, Guinea Pig Thomas. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so she was involved in the January sixth insurrection. You know, the let's storm the Capitol. Okay, and. And she was um, somebody who had direct access to the president and the president's chief of staff because of her political activity as an activist, but also because she's Clarence Thomas's wife, um, who is one justice on the Supreme Court, and he is actually the senior most conservative justice on the Supreme Court. 
that matters. Um, Clarence Thomas, super, super conservative justice who has become more and more conservative as his time on the court, as, as he spent more time on the court. Okay. And when he was going through his confirmation, if you all know, there was a little pube incident with a Coca-Cola and pretty much at that point, he and his wife felt like the liberal left were attacking him because of who he was, not because of what he allegedly done. Okay. So you have that. And as you know, history has shown us, there is a blatant attack between the left and the right amongst one another. And his wife, Miss Guinea Pig Thomas, has become one of the foremost voices of the radical right wing that is pushing back on the left, you know, the Biden crime family, all of that stuff, like uh, uh, overturn the election, the Dems stole, stole the election from us. And you can't look at that and say that is this man's wife and he's a Supreme Court justice and he does not have similar views or he's not influenced by her views, okay? Like, I, again, I'm a guy who lives with my significant other, and we don't share the same views on everything, but I have a fairly thorough understand. I have a fairly thorough, I have a thorough understanding on how she feels on most topics. And I feel like we influence each other's thoughts on things. I, I'm not saying that, like, I, I adopt your thoughts, you adopt my thoughts. But when you give me a perspective on something, I think that I, I take it in and I internalize it and I may and I may add it to how I think about something, right? I say, oh well, yeah. that makes sense, right? Yeah. So you have that. Now we're getting to a point to where, you know, we got we got we got a house committee who is investigating all of this, and the case could possibly go to the to the Supreme Court. And Clarence Thomas has not recused himself from any of those hearings. And what I would say is, how the hell can you as a judge sit on, sit and, and, and preside over a case that's involving your wife? Like, you're either going to do what's right and possibly end up divorced or you're going to look out for your wife and show your corruption and weaken the power of the Supreme court that's losing its power day in day out just because the courts become so politicized. And we thought that was the one branch of government that wasn't politicized. Right. And then let's like, let's push this one forward. Right. And we're going to talk about, uh, former President Trump and the situation that he's in along with this, you know, because he, his communication has not been, his, his communication has not been turned over. Um, we, we got John Eastman, who is apparently his lawyer, but there's no signed documentation saying that that's his lawyer. And they, 
And there are some conversations there that he's trying to hide. He tried to go attorney-client privilege. And because of that, there's been a whole civil lawsuit that's trying to get that stuff turned over. If we get that communication turned over, that then sets the stage to have former President Donald Trump, you know, um, tried criminally. He could go to criminal. He could he could be tried as a, as a fucking criminal uh, for his actions that led to the January 6th insurrection on the Capitol building. And what scares me about that is because there is no precedent of a president of the United States, um, you know, going to trial post-presidency, probably not pre-presidency anyway, either, but like post-presidency, we've never had to do that for a president. And my question becomes, well, because that's not the precedent, do we not do that to this president who may have committed crimes? Because what, what scares me, what scares me, and sometimes I get scared about stuff is if we turn a blind eye to this, if we allow Donald Trump to become Teflon, what precedent are we setting for the future, right? Is it because that, oh, he was the president. So because he was the president, we can't uh, diminish the office because one person decided to diminish the office with their actions by being a fucking criminal, okay? And, and then if we, if you take this and you juxtapose it with what's going on in the Supreme Court, where Clarence Thomas and his radical uh, right-wing wife, guinea pig, uh, 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 Thomas, is doing what she's doing. We go, well, are we covering up corruption? Is this the insurrection correction, right? Is, is it, are, we, are we not going to hold the parties accountable for what they did? The way they, 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 they are attacking democracy? You know, we've talked about Russia, China as being the enemy of democracy. The Taliban as being the enemy of democracy. But it looks like right now we have terrorists inside our country that are attacking democracy from the very institutions that we that we decided uphold democracy. That's what it feels like. And I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying that's what it feels like. But if we don't see due process here, if Judge Justice Clarence Thomas does not recuse himself for the January 6th insurrection cases that come to the Supreme Court that his wife was involved in, People are going to yell corruption. If there is a preponderance of evidence in the civil case that says that Donald Trump and his attorney, John Eastman, were involved in this insurrection, and then that does not then go to criminal court, Uh, the people are going to believe that there is corruption and that's going to further divide the have from the have nots because the have nots are going to say that if you got it, you can do whatever you want. Oh, well, he was president, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. And then, so what happens when we have somebody who's super corrupt, more corrupt than Trump and more popular, and then they get into high office and then they just run a racket, you know, more legal rackets, not the legal rackets that we accept, like, you know, insurance, church. Um, uh, what am I the legal rackets? I know insurance, church, college. Uh, huh? <laughs> I said pets being funny. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. The the, <laughs> the veterinarian, auto mechanics, you know, all the people who just can just steal our money. And there's no, there's yeah. nothing behind right. why they're taking who? <laughs> 
No, they just create their own prices. Yeah, so now we're going to add the presidency to the other legal rackets. And this may sound like an extreme point of view, and it may be, but I feel like it's when it resonates. And let me talk to, like, my uh, non-political analyst over here, my <laughs> sweet sensation. Um, so when I talk about all this nerdy political stuff, right, and the big picture from it is, is that you have a judge a justice, excuse me, on the Supreme Court who's using his influence to actually, his influence allowed his wife to get the access that she received. Mm -hmm. And now his influence may impact whether or not she is held accountable for some things that she may have done that could be illegal. Right. And then we have a president who may have done some illegal stuff but because he's the president. We're not going to go out. He was the president. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna go after him for breaking the law. Like, okay. Like, how does that make you feel? I am not a political person, but <laughs> I'm not okay with it. Like, especially the way that the whatever he justice, is, justice, 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 Supreme Court, whatever the fuck he is. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, Supreme Court. I'm justice. not. I'm not into this political thing. No, no, no. Just, just speak but how you feel. Like, we, we know that. The way that the husband is acting, saying that, like, I don't know. I'm not involved. I'm going to sit here in my spa. I don't know anything about what she's doing. It's a fucking lie. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. Or they have a terrible uh, relationship. Oh, yeah. But I hope it's not. Like I, I rather wish a lie rather than a terrible relationship. But if it's a terrible relationship, then it's a that's a win for democracy. Yeah, but like I would tell you my shit. You know I'm not political. You're political as shit. Like you have your masters in that shit, and I'm no, like, no, no, bachelor's, 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 bachelor's. Sorry, bachelor's in that shit, and I'm like. Just not political at all. <laughs> but no, the reason why I wanted to like have this conversation with you is because I think that political people talk to political people too much about mm -hmm. their politics. They don't have conversations with people who don't really give a fuck about politics, don't totally understand politics. They just want to go to work, go home, pay, you know what I'm saying? Like have decent taxes, uh, have nice roads to drive on and feel safe because they live in the greatest country this world has is fucking America. America. <laughs> yes but all that has to go with i i get it which most of the part most of the time like people are actually on the same page as me but i'm more so the person that like i don't know what you guys are talking about so like you literally have to explain that shit to me where i'm like does this mean what does nothing. this say half of it means nothing to to most of us and that's the sad part about it because you have cnn you have msnbc you have yeah. fox news they do a great job at what they do but the problem is they inform people on things and they make it they make it feel like it matters to their day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and it doesn't just think just think about it think about it from yeah. from the late Bush years, because mm -hmm. you graduated high school in 08. Yeah. Um, the late Bush years to now. We've gone through Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden. Mm -hmm. How much has the president affected your day-to-day -day life? 
Now be honest. Yeah, not really. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, but, it frustrates my like month to month. How come? <laughs> like, like, why does it frustrate you? Like, what happens from the office that Honestly, really affects your day to day? Being a person that's like not part of the political, like this, the he say she say. So yeah, it's just like a, I don't sit here and listen to like the fucking broadcast of him like do that and millions of billions of dollars like no <laughs> but like the major things that i hear about him is what frustrates me right so you're only getting you're only being frustrated by people's commentary on what's going on but the stuff yeah. that the the actual policies and stuff uh mm -hmm. what's happening week in week out it doesn't really affect you right and i don't understand it not even that you don't understand it because it just doesn't fucking affect you like, that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think that, oh, well, now we got so-and-so in office. It's going to change. Like, no, oh, it's right. not. The people who are going to who, who gonna have a day-to-day -day effect on you are your local politicians that you don't care about, who don't get paid nearly as much money, who aren't in bed with as many lobbies. And mm -hmm. that's where the problem is in American politics. We've pulled civics out of, uh, out of school, so our kids are not as well-versed on how our political system works. And then we we have shit like this where news networks can can shit on a president or praise the president for all the stuff that you're doing. And then you ask the people, well, how do you feel about it? Oh, man, I feel good. Well, why do you feel good? Well, because, you know, he's standing up for what he said. He's going to do what he what we need it. And, I, and, you know, that's my guy. You have other people like, yeah, you know, I'm so happy that he's doing what we need. You know, like I voted for him for this policy and that policy and that policy, and it passed in Congress. And you know what? I just can't wait till it crosses his desk. And then I'm sitting here like, bro, y'all just signed the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill to make a uh, 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 lynching a hate, a uh, federal hate crime. Well, I'm sitting here like, well, lynching is murder, and murder is is is. You know, it gives you a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? Like life and uh, uh, death penalty. And so, like, I only why the fuck I even need this this bullshit ass hate crime to even matter if you kill somebody on purpose. Like, lock them up. Throw away the key. You know what I'm saying? If that's, if that's what the law is, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I look at it like, yeah, bro, a lot of this stuff that happens in politics. The stuff that we talk about is just stuff to give people peace of mind, but it doesn't really affect their day to day. And if I can better portray that to you people, that's what I want to do. Like, you know, this is yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors, bro. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think it's like as far as like they don't understand it or whatever. It's more so like they don't relate to it. Yeah, no. So how can you make them relate to it? You don't. You make it unknown and you catastrophize it. Mm -hmm. And that's how you capitalize on like it. Like the scare tactic. Yes. But how do you like oppose that? Like me? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it like it's normal shit. I talk about it with you. Like this is not mm -hmm. going to be the first political conversation we have. It's like the first time we're going to be sitting there like, well, I don't really understand. It's oh, like, no, 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 no. You understand it. Because mm -hmm. it, it's just, just, just take your common sense. Apply it to the situation, and voila, that's the answer. But then when you throw well, politics behind it, well, I don't understand the laws. I don't understand what the, the Constitution. Like, I didn't read the Constitution. Like, well, right. like, so hey. I'll I'll talk read. about it a little bit more. No, so we so, can understand it because I 
If I were to I'm listen to you right now, I don't understand it. Not gonna do a breakdown on the Constitution today. Mm, um, I'm, I'm not asking for oh, the Constitution. I'm saying I ain't read that shit. In, in no, a minute, like. no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you asked me to like break it down, right? So you to, like the point where it makes sense for me to be like, no, nah, that's not right. So what you have to do is you have to take the material mm-hmm. and just put it in plain speak. Okay. Like you just have to like talk about it in normal words, Lame right? Term. Huh? Lamest term. Yeah, layman's terms. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think as a society, what we've done is we've we applaud people entirely too much for having like extensive vocabularies. Oh, oh he's smart. Sure. Like, yeah. okay, he knows a bunch of this human being knows a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. Good for him, good for her. But guess what? If you're using words that the people you're speaking to don't understand, like you've not conveyed your message appropriately. Right. And if you can't speak to people like at their level, then you've done very little. Uh, And I was having a conversation with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And we're talking about that because we were in a venue where the dude was using all these big ass words and sound stuff. And I'm like, bro, why are you saying all that? Because Mm -hmm. the people, a lot of the people you're talking to, they don't use that vocabulary. So it doesn't resonate with them. And then I was told, well, no, when we come to these types of environments, we want to hear people talk like that to like, Mm -hmm show off like the the show off their education let us mm. know that like they're edu- like hey man yeah but talk about that because that's a whole different i mean here's the thing though because like or I got, do we not have time no nah, no nah, shit nigga, i got time all motherfucking all right. day so like here's the thing though i got like i got friends i got friends in all different like walks of life different education yeah. levels right and a lot of times the conversation that I have with my friends is very much in the tone that I'm having right now. It's not in podcast voice. It's right. not that. But like some of the most intelligent conversations I've had with some of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life are in a southern twang. And every other word is goddamn motherfucker. Man, hell no. Nah, I told that goddamn nigga. You know what I'm saying? We talking like this. I know. We're talking like this. But like. If you look at the content of the of the conversation, the content of the conversation, it ain't it, 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 it's up there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I sound ignorant as hell the way I'm saying you it, but I'm doing it a little bit going. on purpose just to just to kind of like paint the picture of man. It's not the it's not the gift wrapping, man. Yeah. It's the fucking yeah. gift. Exactly. If y'all gonna get caught up on how somebody wraps some shit up, and y'all ain't gonna like, dang man, that bow is crooked. That's some ugly ass wrapping paper. Yeah, but you got the keys to a brand new car that's paid off. What the fuck we talking about, bro? What the fuck we talking about, man? Like All some right. of the some of the like some of the best advice, some of the some of the coolest people I done talked to, some of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Were some dope boys. Like when I was in college, met some real uh, they was cool at the time. I don't know how cool they are, but like I'm saying, dope boy. They, they, they look like dope boy. But, they, they but now, but now, like yeah, you learn yeah. lessons from them. You get to talking to them, and and then like sometimes they'll flex. Be like yeah, nigga, I read too. <laughs> exactly, because it's a thing. Like you just try to act like they don't know shit. Yeah, and like we don't know shit. I won't say they. And then then I I'm and then it's sometimes it sucks when you when you one of these college educated motherfuckers mm-hmm. and you get to like trying to talk about different things. People are like, well, you went to college? Well, yeah, I went to college. Yes, right. And and, and and yeah, I I went right, and I learned a lot. Right, but 
I didn't need college to tell me that I can read and comprehend something and then analyze it and then and then like present that to somebody else. I didn't sure. need college for that. For sure. I just needed college to tell you that I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I'm in debt for it now still because of that. Nah, but you're where you are because of it too. Well, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, we're we'll going to be sitting here and doing this. Maybe make it. Silver lining. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't shit on my college experience because I, I love you my friends. It. You fucking love talking college. about it to this day. You fucking love, love college. Love it. I love yeah. it. But the point is, is that speaking to people and sharing a message is so much more than what you have in your head. It's really how you say it. And like I talked about, like, yeah, don't let the gift wrapping like distract you from the gift. And I mean that. But you got to understand that in order for your message to be received properly, you got to wrap it right. Like, I... I know that there are settings where I can speak in my southern twang and my intellect's not being questioned. But I also know there are other settings where I got to turn on my work voice right. in order to be properly received because people say, hey, you thought like that? And I, don't even, I, don't even, I can't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> right. Open right. your ears. I'm talking. Right. You know, so... All I would say, all I say is, man, like, whew, I don't even know how I got here. It's just like, <laughs> just speak. Like, you gotta, you gotta speak your mind, man. Like, you. but you also have to know who you're talking to. And I'm a firm believer in speaking in the language that your audience can understand because I always see. I've seen this post multiple times on Instagram. Like, be you, they'll adjust. No, they won't. Because they're being them. They're expecting you to adjust. Right. So if you're trying to meet them halfway, if you're trying to find common ground with them, you got to find that common ground. You can't ask somebody to adjust to you and you won't adjust to them. Not unless you hold the leverage. But if you're meeting somebody in a 50-50 relationship or you're meeting them at a place where they have leverage and you have none or you have very little, you have to meet them where they are in order to in order to get to where you're going. You know, like one of the reasons why I pushed back so much on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is because Will Smith wants to be accepted by those people. Those people there, those people who run that that the Oscars, that academy, right? And when you act like that, you set yourself back with those people. You know what I'm saying? Like if he done it, and like, and not to diminish any of our black award shows, but if he done that, like at a black award show, like niggas would have understood it. They wouldn't agree. He still would got the same pushback, same stuff, like the same like verbal stuff. But as far as like the excommunication that he's getting now, I don't think that would have happened because the people who put on the show understand that like. Hey, bro, if you t- if if I feel like you talking crazy about my woman, I can slap the shit out you like on site. That's culturally acceptable in that in in amongst these people, even if this setting is not the correct setting to do it. You know what I mean? But they get it. Whereas to these white people, they don't understand that. You're like, oh my god, you slapped him because he made a joke about your wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> I too. And that's the narrative that came out, you know, but that's because people, people come from different places in life. And the biggest thing, even going back to the Russell and Sierra thing where we started is insurrection correction. We all come from different places in life. And it's important for us to trust the institutions that are here to regulate that so that we can meet at a happy medium. And right now, it seems like the institutions that we've put so much faith in, we're losing faith in those institutions. So I would say to the people, re-examine how you view these institutions and re-examine how you view your decision makers, how you view those who give you information and you hold them accountable for providing you valuable information and the right information that you need to make the best decisions. And you hold those decision makers accountable. And if they're not making the right decisions, you get them the hell out of office. You don't pick a team. You, you, you choose your values first. You know what I mean? And for those who are in those positions, who are running those institutions, I'm going to challenge you to support the people because you are here to support the people. And you are not here to support the institution because the institution is supposed to support the people. And if you're not willing to support the people and you're just going to stand on the institution, fuck you doing, man? Like, Shit, corny. That's whack. Like, that's not what you're here for. Remember why you did it. Don't just do it to stay there. Like, do it for the people who you're representing. You know what I mean? Hey, to my sweet sensation. This is your first episode. How did it feel? Like, scary in the beginning. <laughs> but I'm good now. Are you? Is this something you think you want to do again? Yeah, I think yeah, you know. I had fun. That's good. I think yeah. as we like find different topics that really can get you going, let you show off your personality. I, I want to like like kind of walk you into this one. I ain't want to yeah. like give you too much today. You know what I'm saying I just want to have you over there so I can just look at you, <laughs> give my little motivation or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, politics. Uh no, because you said you wanted a, a different view of politics. So yeah, we'll just. Even we'll play with it. No, nah, we're just we'll gonna play with it. Nah, and that's the thing. We're just gonna play with it. Because yeah. like some like some of the topics, like and we talked about it like on part one where mm. like I just threw it out there and you could just like, mm. you know what I'm saying, go right. Where with the politics and stuff, it's like, oh, I know he doesn't want me to sound political, but like, <laughs> I, I just don't know what I want to say because I don't want to sound dumb. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like, no, nah, bro, you just say some shit. Yeah. I'm not political at all. No, and I'll probably say that a few more times in the political section of your shit but we got this we'll we'll continue this journey because you know here's the thing though like you know how much how many times i come on here and i say stupid shit <laughs> and i'd be thinking i'm saying some good shit it just be dumb as hell and then you you go back and watch you be like fuck what i think <laughs> that's 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 part of it okay. it's part that's of the journey i think every word i say <laughs> don't like I ain't gonna say first, I'm not gonna say we're gonna grow from here, right? Right, absolutely. It's okay. the first time we're doing it. We're gonna grow from here. So happy to have you on. It's your first time, you know what I'm saying? Look forward to doing this some more with you. Uh, I'll see you later tonight. Hold up, you baby! Hold up, you baby!
damn good saying. It will not end, and I'm trying to be done in the broadcast.